0: Sales, leadership, social media, and more. When it comes to business, accelerate your business growth has got it covered. And now on with the show. My guest today is Cliff Duvenois. Cliff is an entrepreneur who loves podcasting. From his engineering background, he's pioneered a framework that helps other entrepreneurs struggling with their podcast to turn it into a business growth machine. He recently launched his new podcast, Entrepreneurs on Podcasting. In the show, he interviews entrepreneurs who are using podcasting effectively to grow their business. And I had the extreme honor of being a guest on his podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today, Cliff.
1: Diane, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Obviously, I love this whole concept of podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. And you're really good at it, by the way.
0: Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. So are you. So um, talk to me some about this, this journey that you have been on as it you know relates to podcasting.
1: Certainly. My, my adventure with podcasting starts uh, way back in 2018, if we can remember back that far. And at that time, I was a real estate agent in Southern California. And in the state of California, there's like one out of six people there is a real estate agent. I lived in L.A. County, population 10 million people. So there's like a million real estate agents there. So I was wondering what I could do to stand out. What could I do to differentiate myself uh, uh, you know, amongst the sea of other real estate agents that were out there? My coach said, Start a podcast. And I thought he was crazy because I'd listened to podcasts. I didn't know how to produce it. I didn't know what was, you know, how do you, how do you, I don't even know what a microphone is. What am I going to do? Well, I did some research and come to find out that in LA County, there were probably two other podcasts by real estate agents out there. So, number one, for me, I learned very quickly that podcasting is a great way to differentiate myself in the marketplace. And the second thing is, is that I, I struggled, you know, I got, I finally got my podcast off the ground. But the thing is, is that when I went onto YouTube and I was listening to these great podcast people talk, uh, the podcast gurus that I call them, their entire approach to podcasting was that you approach it like a podcaster, meaning I want to get millions of downloads, you know, be able to make my income using podcasting. And that's not really what I wanted to do. I wanted to make it more a part of my business. I just really didn't understand how. And of course, I you know listened to them talk about how to make a podcast episode, how to do it. I was spending maybe 10 to 12 hours a week working on one episode. And that was just not sustainable. I mean, when you're a real estate agent, you're 100% commission. I did not have an entire day every week to dedicate to a 30-minute episode. So my podcast just like you know 60 80 of other podcasts out there went into pod fade meaning i survived i think maybe 18 episodes before i gave up but what was interesting was that the very week that i decided to give up on the podcast i got a phone call from somebody who had listened to an episode of the podcast and said i want to work with you and i was completely taken aback by that so what had happened is I had learned that podcasting can be a very powerful tool to be able to build relationships with people. I just didn't understand what I did. I just produced an episode and put it out there, but I didn't understand story. I didn't understand how to use it to build relationships. I was just putting out episodes. So over the years, as my business has pivoted, uh, I have moved geographically. Then It was probably maybe like four or five years after a few false starts, when I was talking to some salespeople and some marketing people and a time management expert, that it finally hit me, the power that podcasting can have on a business and how it can be really, that you can use it to grow your business. And that's the mission that I have been on. I've, I've seen the results in my own business And I'm out there just doing everything I can to spread the word because like you said, you know, you love podcasting, I love podcasting. I think it's a beautiful platform. I think it's the ultimate relationship builder. So I am just out there right now, I guess effectively fighting a one-man war against Podfade.
0: I love that. And I love that story because um, it it really points to the impact that adding a, a podcast to your whole business model, you know, can have so. Yes. But what is that mindset that you think that entrepreneurs uh, should have when they're starting a podcast?
1: That's a beautiful question because mindset's everything. Mindset trumps strategy you can give somebody a foolproof strategy and say, if you follow this strategy, you will grow your business. And if they don't believe that that strategy will work, then guess what, the strategy is not gonna work. So mindset's critical. And this is one of the things when, when I'm working with my clients, that this is one of the first things that we address. I tell them that there is a difference between being a podcaster and being an entrepreneur with a podcast. That is the mindset shift. When people approach or get into podcasting and they go onto YouTube and they search and how do I create a podcast, how to do everything else? Typically, the podcast gurus are podcasters, meaning they have audiences of tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of people getting their downloads. That's the business model they understand and that is the business model that they teach. An entrepreneur with a podcast, on the other hand, knows full well that it's not about the million downloads that they get because they're not pursuing the ability to have somebody sponsor a podcast episode or something else like that. For an entrepreneur with a podcast, the big key differentiator is that you can use your podcast to build relationships for your business, right? You can. There's different ways you can use your podcast to not only build relationships with your audience, but with the people that you invite to be on your podcast, right? You can you can guest on their podcast. So the entrepreneur understands that it's relationships. Relationships is a key driver in building a business, whether that's your know, networking clients, uh, strategic connections, whatever form that might look at versus a podcaster where they only care about the downloads. So that right there is the mindset that when I start when I start working with someone, that's the question I ask them. Are you a podcaster? Are you an entrepreneur with a podcast? And this is usually when the light bulbs go off in their head and they say, you know what? I'm an entrepreneur with a podcast. And I say, great, let's start moving your business forward.
0: Yeah, it, it's such a great point it, because it, it really is a huge difference with the structure, the format, like everything you're going to do with it and how it's going to interact with your business is totally different than if you're a podcaster. Yes. Yeah, boy. Okay. So um, how do I want to ask this question? Give it Let's to me. talk some about how the podcast can help an entrepreneur grow their network.
1: Yeah, and, and that right there is a beautiful question as well. So let's get let's get a little bit tactical here. So I've made the mind shift. I now understand that I am an entrepreneur and I have a podcast. What can I do? Well, what you what you should do first off is actually sit down and think about who you would like to build a strategic connection with. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about networking right networking is kind of like blind i'll just meet anybody hand out my business card you know and uh, maybe we'll connect or something i'm talking about strategic connections who is somebody that i would love to connect with that first off i could help them and they could help me right it's that's how a strategic connection works and then what you can do is because you have a podcast you have a platform that you are out there building. You have an audience, whether that audience is 10 people or 10,000 people, but you have a platform. Then what you do is you reach out to them and you say, hey, we'll just pretend that her name is Sally. We say, hey, Sally, I would like you to invite you to be on my podcast. I see that you're doing XYZ and I would love for you to come onto my podcast and talk more about that. So right there, you are instantly adding value. You are contributing to the relationship right off the bat. Hey, I'm coming to you to provide value, right? Now, my experience has shown that when you reach out to people and you say, hey, this is my audience. This is what I'm trying to do. I would love for you to come and talk to my audience about the success that you're having in this area or about your program or something else like that. Typically, 50% of the time I found people will say yes to being interviewed on your podcast. That's awesome. Now, if you were just to ping this person on Facebook or send them an email or say, hey, could I get 30 minutes of your time? They're probably not gonna respond to you because they're busy. But when you come to them with a podcast and say, hey, I would like to invite you onto my podcast, you've now really opened the door to have a really solid relationship with this person. They say yes, they come onto your podcast and you spend 30 minutes, 45 minutes, asking questions, learning more about them, learning more about their business. At some point in time, something might strike you that says, hey, you know what? I could really help them if I did X, Y, and Z. And then when the interview is over, right, and you guys are talking, you now have a way to reach out to them via email or whatever it is, but it's different than a networking connection because typically when someone's been on your podcast and you've actually had that time together to talk to really form that bond, if you reach out to them again in the future with an email and say, Hey, I got a quick question like this, or would you like help with this or whatever that might be, they're always going to respond because you have that connection. It's, it's like a, like almost like an instant friendship, so to speak. So when I talk about using that to be able to grow your business, it's sitting down and thinking, who do I want to connect with? And then just extend the invitation to bring them onto your podcast. And so one of the things that I did, and just an example to, to show how this works for my podcast, entrepreneurs on podcasting, I didn't even have an episode published out there. I just had the core idea and I started reaching out to entrepreneurs who were podcasting already because that was part of my strategic plan was to go out and to meet these people and build relationships, build connections with them. And everybody, like like I said, 50% of the people were saying yes. So by the time I had launched my podcast, at that point in time, I had already connected with 30 people and I still have those connections to this day. And since the podcast has launched, I've gone on to interview another 40 people and I still have those connections to this day. And every single one of them, you know, we email back and forth and, hey, how would you like to be on my podcast? How would you like to be a guest? Hey, I noticed you were doing this. Would you like help with this? So it's really given my business in the few hours right that i've been you know according to internet land the, the few you know uh, i guess yeah. month that i've been doing the podcasting but it's really given me like a boost and a lot of ability to be able to to reach other people and make those connections so when i'm talking about growing the business and building up those relationships that's exactly what i'm talking about who do you want to connect with and then just invite them to be on your podcast it's that easy
0: It really is true. I mean, I know from my experience, I have built some great relationships with people either by me being on their podcast or, or, you know, they were a guest on mine and, you know, I mean, I've been doing this for a long time and I've got, I don't know, well over 500 episodes. So it's not all of them. Right. But the beautiful thing is the ones where you really have that connection, it just adds to your whole business and, and opportunities and growth and and potentially being able to meet other people through them or help them with something it it really is a bonus and
1: and you bring up a really good point that i i want to make sure that i talk about here there's so much about podcasting that you don't know you don't know what doors are going to open (laughs) like you were just talking about there so you you meet somebody you establish a relationship with them all of a sudden, a month later, they say, you know, hey, Diane, I just met this other person over here. They have this problem. I would like to connect the two of you together. You didn't yeah. plan that. You know, you didn't know your podcast was going to give you that opportunity. But because you built that relationship with that other person, you, you had that interview, you had that 30, 40 minutes to talk you know, to, to say to this person and ask them questions, figure out what their business really build that relationship. You've now opened yourself up to so many more possibilities. It's almost like you have a team of people that are out there now that like, Hey, you know what, this is what Diane does. Maybe I should, I should connect Bob with Diane.
0: It, yeah, it absolutely. And I never would have imagined that that was going to be one of the benefits when I started. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's absolutely wonderful. One of the side benefits you just don't think about. Right, exactly. Welcome to Don't Retire Graduate, the podcast that asks you what you wanna be when you grow up so you can graduate into retirement with a purpose and a passion, whether you're 25, 85, or any age in between. Gain actionable financial and mindset tips from your favorite authors, podcasters, and influencers to help you reach that exciting next chapter. Listen now and start building your path to financial freedom and reframing what retirement can mean to you. This is your host, Eric Brotman, reminding you, don't retire, graduate. Imagine how fast we could solve the world's biggest problems if more SaaS startups would gain traction sooner. Welcome to the Tech Entrepreneur on a Mission podcast. This podcast is dedicated to sharing experiences from B2B SaaS CEOs who are going above and beyond to deliver change that is noticed. You will hear their secrets and learn what is required to build a SaaS business that the world starts talking about and keeps talking about and how to overcome the roadblocks to do so.
0: And then um, talk to me some about how podcasting can be used like as a marketing and sales
1: tool. Yeah, that's another great question. What I want... So when I, when I say that it's really great at marketing and sales tool, we need to think about this here for a second. Most people think about just getting a podcast episode. It's just a piece of content. I always tell people you need to think of your podcast episode as a little salesperson that is going out into the world representing your brand. What other platform out there can you sit in your ideal customer avatar's ear for 20 or 30 minutes at a time? if you put a post on facebook half your yeah was was it like three percent of the people who follow you might see it might might an instagram reel lasts maybe 20 seconds and they might remember it if you do something goofy in it or a TikTok video if you dance which i'm a horrible dancer but with a podcast (laughs) episode right people are listening to it on the way home they're listening to it while they're walking they are listening to it while they're gardening in the yard, but you get to spend 20 to 30 minutes with them. And if your message really resonates with them, they're going to go back and they're going to binge every episode that you ever put out. This is the power of podcasting. Now I follow famous people on Facebook and on Instagram, whatever it is. If somebody posts something, I'm like, oh, that's a value. Very rarely have I clicked on their profile and gone through all of their past posts. Very rarely but when i find a podcast that's really good first thing i do is i go back to episode 1 and i start from the beginning and so when you have these little podcast episodes right they work 24 hours a day 7 days a week 365 days a year they go out there into the world right and as long as you have an offer in every episode right some kind of a call to action subscribe to our podcast download our freebie your your lead magnet sign up for your free audit whatever that might be The more people hear that, the more people hear your voice, they get to know your story, they get to know you better, the more greater the chance it is that your podcast from there is going to take one of those people and convert it over. And the number of times that somebody says, Hey, you know what? I was listening to your podcast the other day. That's beautiful. That's truly, truly magic. So if you think about it in terms of a little salesperson going out there, that should reframe the conversation in your head about just producing uh, an episode where I'm talking into a microphone. Right. What is the purpose that this episode is serving and then getting it out there into the world? And of course, then from there, you can always repurpose your podcast episode into, wow, so many different. You can do quote cards. You can do audiograms. You can do all of the kinds of stuff. You can really share it out on social like crazy. So that's what I mean when I say that it's a really good marketing and sales tool.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. I mean, it really is uh, amazing. So if someone's listening um, and they're thinking, okay, you know, this makes sense or, you know, yeah, I started a podcast, I don't know, a couple months ago. Can you give us like just some simple strategies that folks can use to grow their audience?
1: Sure. The most effective thing that you can do to grow your audience, if you've got a podcast, is to just be a guest on other podcasts. So as before, when I was talking about building these strategic relationships, part of that could be that you're going to invite somebody who already has a podcast onto your show, interview them, add value, and then when that's over, just say, hey, by the way, this is what I talk about. I would love the opportunity to come and speak to your audience, right? And get your message out in front of them. So that is one of the best ways to be able to grow your audience out there. It's just to be a guest on other people's podcasts. Now, obviously you would wanna do things like make sure you're putting it onto LinkedIn, make sure that you're putting it into Facebook, all of these different groups where your ideal customer avatar might be hanging out. Other things that you could do is if you're in a Facebook group and somebody asks a question, you could always say, hey, I actually I talked about this in my last podcast episode 89 and send them a link to listen to it. Because the person who asked the question I bet you dollars to donuts that there's probably a hundred people out there that have that same question in their mind. They just didn't think to ask it. So there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be following that particular question. And when you come along and say, I did a podcast episode, this is going to catch people's attention because it's something that they could listen to, like we talked about before, you know, in their car, when they're out for the walk, do anything. So those are just a couple of really small strategies that you can use to get your podcast out in front of the people who actually need it and to get out in front of other people's audiences.
0: Those are great. Thank you. I never I never would have thought of those, but I like them. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all right. Well, so now I sort of want to turn the table. and ask you about some of the common myths around podcasting that are keeping entrepreneurs from, you know, starting one or guesting.
1: So a couple of the common myths. So here's a couple of things that that I have run across. First off, I see this all the time and it makes my blood boil. It's (laughs) I go to YouTube and some YouTuber has released a video that says, here's the equipment that you need to start a podcast. And so I watched the video and it's like $4,500 worth of equipment. You need this kind of microphone. You got to have a preamp. You got to have a mixer board. You know, that, 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 $4,500. Links are in the show notes down below. Well, that YouTube uh, YouTuber is getting affiliate commission because you're going to go to Amazon and you're going to buy that stuff. So you just spent $4,500 on equipment on a podcast you haven't even started yet. They're going to make, you know, maybe a hundred bucks or something like that off that. They don't care whether you actually launch a podcast or not. They just got their hundred dollars. And then most people jump into podcasting thinking, okay, I've got this thing licked. Then they don't. They're in there for two or three months. And then they realize, oh, this isn't for me. I'm going to sell my equipment on Craigslist and maybe for a third, right, of what they paid for it. So the reason why I bring all that up is because one of the common myths is that you have to sound just awesome, right? You have to sound like Larry King, or you have to sound like you know these people. These, well, the thing is you don't have to. You really don't. As we're having this conversation right now, Diane, I'm just using a very simple uh, Blue Yeti. It's a USB mic that I've had for 12 years. This thing has served me well. It was like $100 when I bought it. There's still a hundred bucks on Amazon, but this microphone has served me well. When I do, I have a podcast that's more like a journal about growing my business. It's, it's more like a micro podcast, like maybe the episodes are like 10 minutes. I literally use the headset for my iPhone to record it. So you don't need to invest in all of this equipment. You don't need to invest in all of the software. They always say that the, the best camera is the one that you have. Well, the best microphone is the one that you have. There's some people out there that do their podcast. They don't even have a microphone. They're just talking to their phone but they're getting 30, 40,000 downloads because it's about the content. So don't think for one second that you have to invest all of this money into uh, creating a podcast. Another thing that holds people back, and I, I promise I'll be really quick, this is what I really suffered with when I first got into podcasting was I had to have my podcast sound perfect. And I'm talking about those nasty filler words. Um, you know, like, so... I would interview people and I would hear those things and I would literally spend five or six hours splicing all those things out. Because to me, that just made the interview sound absolutely horrible. What I realized though, is that this is how people talk. This is the conversation that they're having. And when you sit down and when you talk to somebody, they're not speaking perfect English. They're not speaking grammatically correct. They're speaking in half sentences. They're using filler words. It's very natural and people respond to that. People like that. There's this whole argument out there about how you have to be authentic, right? Don't use all these filters on your pictures and and all this other stuff. Let the world see who you are for real. So that's another thing is, is let go of that need to be perfect, right? It's what, How does that quote go? It's, it's imperfect action beats perfect inaction every day of the week.
0: Oh, I like that. I hadn't heard that one before, but I like it.
1: So do I. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: It's, you know, don't let perfection be the enemy of progress. There you go. Yeah. You got to do something. Um, th- those are great. And I really appreciate them. I totally agree. I mean, I, I got a microphone. Um, it's just an audio technica and it's Perfect. USB. It's not even USB. It's uh USB C, I guess. I don't know. It's the same thing that my charges, my phone, you know, it's the same. Sort right. Of, yeah. So. And use and I use zoom, you know, it's really,
1: you know, it works and everybody knows zoom. Yeah. You know, thanks. Thanks right. to COVID-19. Everybody knows zoom. <laughs> it's a very simple platform to record your interviews on it's yeah. free. So yeah. yeah, run with it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause it really is more about the content and just, well, I mean, for me, it's about being able to have the conversation and and that yes. is the thing that I hear from my listeners is what they enjoy is that it's a conversation.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it's, yeah. that's what you really want to capture at the end of the day. It's just a very simple conversation happening between two people. And for your audience, it's like they're just eavesdropping. Right. Yep.
0: Right. Exactly. Okay. And how does someone know if their podcast is a success?
1: Oh, that's a great question. Um, I just did an episode on this. I just recorded it the other day because I was irritated. Uh <laughs> Which probably is probably the best time to podcast, actually, when you are here
0: It is, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yes. So let me let me kind of give you the context here. Okay. And I will send you a link, by the way, to the episode because I, right. I was on a full-on tear. <laughs> so one of the big podcast hosting companies out there sent out an email. And inside was a video that said, three ways to measure the success of your podcast. I already know what they're going to say, but I had to watch the video anyways because I hoped against hope that they would actually say something that was meaningful. And the very right. first thing that they said was, you got to look at the number of downloads and all that broke my heart. Because truth be told, when you're starting a podcast and when you're getting it out there, for the first 20, maybe 30 episodes, nobody's listening. Maybe your mom, but nobody else is really listening. Yeah, yeah. And you just have to keep putting out content. You have to keep putting it out there. And you have to build it, you have to build uh, those connections, right that we were talking about before. But if you pay attention to the download numbers, that's gonna get very depressing very quickly. It's the same thing as if you put a Facebook post out there, you've got 10,000 followers in a Facebook group and you put a post on there and nobody likes it. You're like, oh, well, everybody hated it, right? By default. So you take a look at your download numbers, you're at episode 10, and maybe you've only got five downloads. And you're just like, oh, my message isn't resonating with everybody. They hate it, I'm gonna give up. So the downloads is actually the worst metric that you can use to measure the success of your podcast if you are an entrepreneur with a podcast. Mm -hmm. Now, let's go back and answer your question. How do you know if your podcast is a success, right? Entrepreneurs on Podcasting, it's a brand new podcast. To me, it's a success. Why? Because over the last six weeks, I have made 50 brand new connections, strategic connections that I never had before. And from those 50 connections, I got requests to be on 18 other podcasts and even out of those, I actually got two clients. So how many downloads do I have? I have no idea, not even paying attention, but you know what? My network has now expanded by 50 people. I email people, they email me back. I got questions. How can I help you? I'm being asked to be on other people's podcasts, which is lovely. I want to get my message out in front of as many people as possible. And I got two clients. I don't care if I got one download or a hundred downloads. If you're an entrepreneur with a podcast and if you are going to pay attention to downloads, be prepared for 12, 14, 16 months before you really start to see any meaningful traction. In the meantime, focus on the relationships, focus on using your tool, your, your podcasting tool as a way to build relationships, right? Cliff's law of podcasting. Number one, podcasting is the ultimate relationship builder.
0: Yeah, boy, I know. And I love it um, <laughs> when you say that, because it, it really, really is true. It, I mean, this is it. And as we were talking about before, you know, I I've, have been amazed at what my podcast has done for my business. It's done more than I would have imagined or expected. And um, and for me, that is a success. And people always ask, you know, how many downloads do you have? And yes, have you gotten, you know, are you making money with it? Well, yes. And um, that wasn't necessarily the goal. You know, the goal wasn't to make money on the podcast. Right. It was to help me spread the word, get information out to small business owners, you know, expand my reach, my network, all the things that it was meant to do, it is done. Plus getting clients. So...
1: Exactly. And one of the things, uh, one of my, one of my former clients reached out to me today, all excited because through her podcast, she now has a paid speaking opportunity. Nice. So, because when she was, you know, going out to people and saying, Hey, I would love to speak at your event, whatever it is. And they would say, Oh, okay, well send us your, you know, send us your bio, send us your resume. She sent them a link to her podcast, which they listened Mm -hmm. to and they loved her message. They loved her story. They loved her style. And they were like, we want you. Yeah. So did my did her podcast make her any money? Well, in the strictest sense, no. Did it open a door for her to make money on a different platform? You bet. Because her exactly. long term model is to include speaking engagements for her business. And her podcast has opened that door for her. So yeah, just like you're talking about before, you never know what opportunities are gonna present themselves through your podcast.
0: Exactly.
1: It is so right.
0: Oh, Cliff, I'm so glad that you spent this time with me and and helped. The listeners hear this and understand it because it really is the way that they need to be thinking about um, adding a podcast, you know, to, to their um, business and, and their process. So thank you so much for doing this.
1: You're welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. And will you tell the listeners, you know, how they can find you and whatever they should know?
1: Uh, certainly. So if you want to listen to my podcast, which is actually chock full of great information and you're your wonderful hostess, Diana, is on there as well. But you can always find it at Entrepreneurs on Podcasting. The website's the same thing, entrepreneursonpodcasting.com. If you are thinking that you want to start a podcast for your business, then I, I would invite you to attend my free five-day challenge. It's called uh, Podcast Accelerator Challenge, where you come in there, and day one, you do not have a podcast. Day five, you've got a podcast, sustainable. And up and running and it's it's free. Anybody can anybody can join. So those are two ways right there that uh that you can connect.
0: And how do we find the challenge?
1: Yes. Might help if I gave you that. It would be podcastacceleratorchallenge.com. <laughs>
0: Excellent. I will make sure that that is in the show notes as Beautiful. well. Wonderful. Well, as I said, thank you so much. And listeners, thank you. You're you are who we're doing this for. Yes.